I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Capital One Cup final review show. That's right, it's a Capital One Cup final. It's all, it's finished, it's done with, absolutely it is. Uh, but the Capital... fat lady's song, Marcus. Yes, <laughs> she has. She bellowed out a wonderful tune <laughs> at Wembley. Uh, but of course it is the Football Ramble in association with Capital One. The credit card that supports the supporters, gentlemen. Um, uh, one thing that we all liked seeing on, on Twitter certainly was Jordan Henderson. He was seen at, uh, at Wembley sitting in the Sunderland end. Mm. There was a couple of photos uh, with him. There was one with a, a selfie with the fan who was sat next to him, which would be a lovely surprise. Surprise, I didn't see that one. I just saw the one of him. It almost he looked like he was sort of half in disguise. It was and kind he, of like Assassin's Creed. Was he on his own? <laughs> I think by he the looks like of he it, was on his own, didn't he? Yeah. Which shows what a fan he is. Yeah, indeed. was he like Aaron Paul in Breaking Bad, where he's just always got his hood up? Super fan. Yeah, Aaron, yeah, Aaron Paul loves Breaking Bad so much. Aaron Paul, Aaron Paul put a tweet out the other week saying, "Does anyone want to do the Breaking Bad tour with me?" <laughs> you were in it. <laughs> You're never going to get a better experience than that. You were actually one of the principal characters in it. We would have got a better experience than that if he was at Wembley. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he would have on, on Sunday for, sure. for the cup final. Uh, but anyway, uh, so, yeah. Uh, if you could sit next to anyone from the world of football during a football match, who would it be, Luke? Me first? Yeah. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that. No, you but weren't, were you? I'm going to go for a rather obvious answer, but yes. I think people will... Will enjoy it. Yep. Um, I'll go for Roy Keane. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I think if I got Roy Keane, the reason, let me let me explain my reasoning. If I got Roy Keane on a good day, I yeah. think he'd be really insightful. He'd have a lot of stories. Yeah. He would call the game really well to yeah, you. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and maybe you, if you started pointing out a few observations, he might say, well, actually, yeah. you know, he's quite, he knows his onions, obviously. But if I got him on a bad day, that'd be even better. <laughs> because there would be someone behind chipping off. Yeah. He'd turn around. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure if you guys saw, but apparently earlier in the week, some uh, it went on the internet. That selfie. Viral. <gasps> the um, selfie. Do you, do you know about this? What was that one? Someone asked for a photo <laughs> with Roy Keane. Oh, I did, yes. And the outcome yeah. is, uh, well, for those listeners who haven't seen it, the outcome of that is basically a guy there looking pleased with Roy Keane looking moody. And the story goes that apparently he asked for a photo and Keane sort of mumbled something. Uh, and, he, and he got his camera out and put his arm around him. And Roy like, Keane, like you always do, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Get in the shot. And yeah. Roy Keane went, there's no need for that. <laughs> when he tried to put his arm around, there's no need for that. Yeah. So I would go Roy Keane. Um, I would. It's the sort of thing where if I met Joe Pesci, for example, yeah. and he sort of punched me, mm. I'd be quite pleased. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And it's the same with Roy Keane. Yeah. So I don't necessarily really want him to be a good bloke, but if he was, it would, it would be it would be enjoyable anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, we so. all enjoy good blokes. We do, indeed. And, uh, in, <laughs> Ironically. In, in, in varying degrees and levels. Um, Pete, what would you go for? 
Uh, I would probably go for either um, Georgie Kinkladza or Janino because there'd just be so much elbow room. You wouldn't. Would <laughs> or I could also go for not Marcus uh, at uh, any football match because uh, not uh, me over the weekend. You're going there. You yeah, um, go. you insisted on making a point that everybody around me in the Sunderland end knew that I was a Newcastle fan. <laughs> not quite true. Can I just say at this, at this juncture, I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at one point, you got really close to a woman's face when you were talking to her. Did you hug a woman? I did. Yeah. 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 When and the goal went in. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never done it before at football, mate. Yeah. Oh, oh it's funny how we <laughs> started know? now, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, I also enjoy good women as well as good blokes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't uh, have a go at us who are ambidextrous. <laughs> um, uh, well, you know, it's, uh, it was it was the um, it was the atmosphere. It yeah. Was the atmosphere. You get you get taken away by uh, the, the joys of football. Yeah. Mm. So anyone but me. Tell it to the judge. Anyone but Marcus Speller. That's what I'm going for. That's harsh. Me? That is very harsh. <laughs> I like the rationale behind your King Gladys slash Janina. When I worked yeah. at a sports shop when I was about sixteen, mm. I might have said told the story before, but I'll tell it again. Yeah. Um, it's never stopped you before. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we used to provide uh, <laughs> mail order football boots to a lot of Premier League clubs, yeah. mm. and uh, it was around the time I think when Janina was at Middlesbrough. Uh, and he had like astonishingly small feet. Yeah, I can't remember the top of my head, but it was something like four or five or something. Right. Like, really small feet. <laughs> wow. He didn't. He didn't score many from outside the area, as I recall. Didn't need to. Yeah. Actually, no, he did. They went down. Yeah, he, that, he, that would he that would help Middlesbrough <laughs> greatly. Um, yeah. So okay. Uh, well, I've. Um, Sorry, are you suggesting that people with small feet can't kick the ball very far? Well, I can't kick the ball very far. I've got that's eight. A, I've got that, eight. That oh, is oh, a oh, sample oh. size of one. I've got, I got size eight as well, Peter. Have you? Okay. Well, maybe. differing <laughs> differing fortunes maybe on the field all, of play. Maybe it's all about the legs and then. in the stands. It would appear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Football loves me and yeah. hates you, Donaldson. It's good. No, all right, I'll take that. That's As fine. a fan told you outside the gate, ground, didn't he? Yes, on the fans said, I hate you, Pete. <laughs> he also told us that um, he thought we'd look differently, and I thought, well, you recognised it. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Wonderful. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I would go for uh, Barry Davis. Yes. Yeah, oh, that would be lovely, soothing. Talk me through the game. Would you get to know him and chat to him like a friend, or would you say to him, look, just come on, say it? Yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. That, that would yeah. be the only dilemma. Yeah. But again, either way, you'd be happy. Yeah. Get me a bovrob, Marcus. <laughs> OK, Barry, as long as you, you come with me. Yeah. <laughs> We're going up the stairs. <laughs> um, oh, it's £8.50. Yeah. <laughs> what a contrast to the previous price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, marvellous. Uh, I, um, I think I've got the points, haven't I? Yeah, well, you did just say, Review your answer as marvellous. So yeah, yeah. But you're not going to get them marvelous. for anyone but me. Yeah, he's probably. I mean, Rule Keem is a good answer, but Barry Davis. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Trump cards. I don't mind. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody minds. Um, yeah, we were at the league, uh, the the Cap at One Cup final, and uh, it was a wonderful affair. Uh, well, for the neutral, I suppose. I mean, not if you're Sunderland fan. Although they did have a good time. They it got beaten three-one. In case you're yeah. uh, not seeing the television or the radio for the last couple <laughs> of days. In case you're relying on us for news, <laughs> which in itself is terrifying. A sorry state of affairs. Yeah. It was a great final, a really, really great final. We've totally glossed over the fact that Jim isn't here, haven't we? Oh, yeah, Jim's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No Jim this week. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't at the final anyway, yeah. so we banned him. <laughs> Not allowed. <laughs> yeah, he's he's away. away. He's away somewhere. Yeah. Um, less interesting. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, we've got to start um, at the beginning when we, we arrived. and it the, was The quite... Flying Woman. The Flying Woman, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you only saw a glimpse of it on the highlights on the television. Oh, did you not see the, see the full thing? You she... saw a glimpse. So there was a, a, fla- there was a flying woman um, who was floating <laughs> around, um, supported only by a balloon. Mm. It was really exciting. I'm not really sure what it was about, but it was yeah. really exciting. There was a massive um, facsimile of the, um, of the Capital One Cup. 
Um, which sort of opened up. Yeah, we sort it? of opened up and smoke came out and, and there was fire and everything. And then the lady swooped down mm-hmm. gymnastically and picked up the um, Capricorn Cup and but started winning. At which point, someone about three rows back shouted, Bring it back! <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like he, he was the only one that had spotted that she was somehow stealing it. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. though she was about 50 foot in the air, suspended <laughs> under a helium blue. Did she Not think, the perfect crime, did is she, it? Did, did he think it was like a pantomime or something? I, th- I think he'd had one or two. <laughs> yeah. Of uh, of of uh, the, uh, the the finest alcoholic beverages that we've well, got to offer. Well, as as, 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 as the lovely chap sitting next to me said, you know, how do you pitch that? Yeah, yeah indeed. To the yeah. sponsors, <laughs> oh, I've got an idea. Let's let's get a woman dress her in all all in white, tight white number. silver, silver. It was a silver because reflect the, the the cup itself. Well, yeah. it wasn't, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, well, and you yeah, fly around the, the float around the pitch. They, they had a massive. Uh, uh, the, you know the trophy itself. Yes, the reproduction of the tro- trophy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to get out. Which um, Luke and I thought that the team should have to get in that. The winning team would have to get in that and sort of bounce around. <laughs> I a thought. Bit. Yeah. I thought. Is my first impression upon seeing that was God. It's much bigger in real life. <laughs> hey, <laughs> how they get gonna... closer to it? Yeah, they're going to drop that. I yeah, understand. Yeah. <laughs> but that kind of split open, didn't it? And then the cup was inside. Yeah, which looked tiny. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. you thought guess, oh, you've yeah. ruined that a bit. Imagine <laughs> um, I've got a big magnifying glass. On yeah, it. yeah, it was really good. And I'd, what all the way through the flying woman, I was thinking, if they just let go of her, she would just float away, wouldn't she? Because it's holding her up. So yeah, presumably, yeah. if you if you yeah. let go of her, she'd yeah, but, go right but she'd up. have the cup though, wouldn't she? Yeah, yeah. She'd be so like, well, well, you're, you're not getting this. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't drop it. I'd be ballast. You'd be yeah, like, if you need exactly. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Yeah, the mind boggles simply. But mm. when she landed... I thought it was an excellent oh. operation to remove everything in time for kickoff. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going yeah. on. Yeah, and I, th- I thought, hang on a minute, don't panic here, But chat. as soon as the, ca- the, the cup is handed over to a military man, you yeah. know that everyone in this start, business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you see the military man, well, <laughs> here we go. But yeah, when she landed, the, the kickoff did happen. And uh, both sets of fans were very good voice, especially the Sunderland ones. But that's I, th- I thought the, the Sunderland fans were brilliant. They were. Like, from, from the... St- the start to the end, they were fantastic. Before the day, they took over Covent Garden in the centre of London, yeah. much to the uh, annoyance of a certain Tory MP. Did you hear about that? I no, saw t- yeah, I, I did well, see I, that. I, yeah. I absolutely love... There's, there's, um, OK, it's not quite Covent Garden, but one of my favourite mixes in life is, is the Tube, the underground mm. uh, railway system in, in London, and people generally from outside London, specifically the north and the midlands of England. Mm. Because the Tube is quite um, a very passive place. People keep themselves to themselves. You've got a city of not over 9 million people, so people rushing around, they just keep out of everybody's way. But when the likes of Sunderland or Manchester City fans from, from outside the capital turn up, they're full of joy. Mm. It brings a lot of joy to the Tube, and a lot of Londoners just don't know how to handle it. Yeah. There were Sunderland fans saying... London has taken a lot of sad pills, don't they? All this sort of stuff. I thought it was quite good. I mean, let's point out that Sunderland do have an underground train network as well. Well, okay, like to, to Newcastle and back, I guess. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it must be a lovely affair there. <laughs> They've certainly not let it dampen their spirits like yeah. Londoners have. You know? <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, the Sunderland fans were, were in great. I thought, I thought the Sunderland fans were in better voice than the City fans, in my experience. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I don't remember hearing my first the first sort of rendition of Blue Moon until quite late on in the first half. Yeah. The Sunderland fans, of course, the goal helped, and we're coming to that. A minute, but um, and, and it may have helped that we were in the in the Sunderland. End. But the last time I was at Wembley would have been for the Champions League final, and I was very um, aware that both Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund fans mm. were mm. really noisy. Like, yeah. and even mm. though I was right behind the Bayern goal, yeah. I could still hear the Dortmund fans as well. Mm. Um, so for me, I, I think certainly in the first half, although City fans obviously perked up in the second half, yeah. the first half was all Sunderland in terms of on the pitch 
and in the stands as well. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was one that's of the, only half a story. And, that, and that's another story of uh, Marcus being naughty because he made me do the Poznan at one point. Yeah, yeah. He forced me to do uh, the Poznan. He, oh, said, yeah. he said you're going to look like a Newcastle fan if you don't do the Poznan. <laughs> we would have done <laughs> with that magpie on your shoulder. You would have stood out like a sore thumb <laughs> yeah. in your Newcastle full kit, which I told you not to wear. <laughs> full goalkeeper goal kit as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with Cernicek on the back. <laughs> I was dressed like Alan Pardew, I'll have you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, um, uh, yeah, because, I mean, the game started, and Sunderland, I mean, I mean, they were pretty good throughout, actually, to be I thought fair. That, I thought the first half especially, they were excellent. Done I was so impressed with... Um, Catamol, um, especially goes way organised the back four and, and it was really amongst it. He almost reminded me of a um, of like a military commander. Yeah, where he's up and down the line, mm. pointing out, clapping, encouraging, getting people in the right position. Shirt very and, tucked in. Yeah, like he meant it was business. Very high, yeah. wasn't it? it, was, it yeah, his it always very is. High. Yeah. That's how, that's, I'll tell you something. Whenever I watch Sunderland play, that's the first time I've seen uh, Catamol play in the flesh. And I have to say, I've got a whole new, new load of respect for him. Actually, watching him, especially in the first half, he was mm. superb. But whenever you watch Sunderland on telly, the way you can point out Catamol is um, is the shorts. Mm. <laughs> pulls the shorts up so high, it's like Stuart Pearce. Didn't, didn't, didn't Sun Young uh, kick uh, a ball at him just before the... Key did, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Key, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it always hit him in the face, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought um, the Catamol short situation reminds me very much, I'm not sure if you guys remember, that Stuart Pearce was was revelling in the in the fashion in the late 80s and early 90s of the really short short. Yeah. But then towards the mid-90s it became fashionable to wear sort of baggier shorts, right. didn't it? So then he would like roll them up about yeah, three or four them, times. Yeah, he kept them, yeah, to keep yeah, them yeah, short. Yeah. Um, uh, Pete made an excellent point, which could be... <laughs> disagree. Uh... <laughs> Already disagree. Yeah. No, 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 no. Disagree. No, I think you'll actually agree with this. Is Lee Catamol, uh, said Pete Donaldson, the only man in the Premier League to have two animals in his That's name? It's actually me who said that. It was Luke who said that. Oh, was it Luke? So, yeah, so I said that, and Pete replied straight away with Johnny Horsefish, <laughs> which I don't think is a player. Fish isn't even an animal. <laughs> sort of is. Sort of is. Sort of is. Yeah. To be fair to Pete, he did come back with Elk Mohammedir. Yeah, after that, which that's is not all right. Bad. That works too bad, yeah. a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Adding a can and eat. Make your own ones up. We had a few on Twitter actually, but I didn't know you were going to mention it, so I didn't look at them. <laughs> oh, did you not? Uh, yeah. Oh, not so Well done to all those who tweeted. They're all top class. Well, bloody done. Mm. Um, uh, but it, yeah, Sunderland started very well, and of course they got the goal. Yeah. Barini, who's, who's a big hero to the Sunderland fans, with many chants about him. Great finish with the outside of the boot. He breached Lovely. company and, and Di Michaelis. He, di- he did that two or three times. Yeah. I think the second time oh. was possibly even an, an easier chance than the one he actually received. because One of them just, he was if, well offside, though. If, if he'd have just taken it on his left, because he just did not want to take a ball on his left and yeah. he got tackled in yeah. the end by, I think, company. Well, that, and that, that, of course, that's at 1-0. Yeah. He's through on goal and company did a, a, a brilliant recovery. One of, mean, the, um, one of the things about the first half was just how at it Sunderland were yeah. they were so well drilled mm. they knew City would have a lot of the ball they knew they'd have to do a lot of defending they did that I and mean, they only made saves when he had to City it, would, it, it had the feeling actually I have to say especially towards the end of the first half it had the feeling of it's not going to be City's afternoon Mm. And it had that feeling uh, against Wigan in the FA Cup last yeah, season. That's right. And they've done ever so well to turn it around because um, Sunderland looked. And I sort of. The only thing was you're thinking that they might get a bit tired, which they sort of did a little bit. But Sunderland were first at everything now. Really strong. Oh, Shane Brown at the back. Very strong. Jimmy Kellis was terrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> as, as is his want there recently. I thought, you know, it, there was times when Pat Millian was, uh, was just. Uh, Pandalian, sorry, right? It was just. Like for no reason, mm. he could have just caught the ball. He was just punching it over his own bar. Yeah. It was just, it was. But when when Key um, smashed the ball in, I thought, 
Why did you palm that? Ouch! Yeah. You could have just easily caught it. That shot, he seemed to see very late. Yeah. He seemed to not really... It was from miles out, obviously. It seemed to not be um, aware of what was going on. Mm. He came to very late and he parried it over the bar. At that point, I remember seeing uh, saying to one of you boys, I was sort of seeing Key pick the ball up a couple of times, thinking, shoot it. Just yeah. Shoot, because well, that was more into the second half, it, I think. Indeed. We were yeah, talking about it. that. I mean, Key looked great, didn't he? He looked as though he was, he was controlling. I, I, was I, for, I was the light for Key because in the, in the League Cup final last season... Uh, he, had to play, he had to play centre-back for Swansea, didn't he, mm. in the Cubs 1 Cup last season. And so it was great to see him play in his preferred position this time out. Yeah, there was, shame a, couldn't get a win, there was another opportunity when um, uh, Johnson had the ball in, in a crop promising area yeah. in the box. Actually, from the angle where we were, we thought he should have shot, but in the replays, yeah, cross would have been better. But, yeah, but he still looked like he was in two minds. And he yeah. still didn't really know what he was doing, and he just overran it. it was just, oh, I mean, there were a couple... I would like to say the Barini one and then and that, that one. There were a couple of moments where Sunderland, they could have been 2-0 up. Well, I, I did get the feeling that if they did go 2-0 up... Man City would have turned it on a lot earlier, I think. True. And, and I would argue that they didn't really turn it on at all during the entirety of the football match. Yeah. In, in that, yeah. you know, the players who scored, you know, Nasri was playing very well, but, you know, still didn't really, you know, didn't really have to work that hard. Yeah. Um, you know, Torre, from, from like me and Luke a couple of times went, what is Torre doing? Like, he just looked <laughs> like a drugged bear. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't really understand. I've not watched the whole game back, um, but from where I was sat, the first half I thought Torre was poor. But, but, I mean, everyone says he's mad at the match, and obviously his goal was magnificent. Mm. But from where I was sitting, honestly, he, didn't look, he looked a little bit slow off the mark, and he looked like um, he couldn't really get himself going in the first half. Well, the stats say that um, no player on either side made more passes than Tory, and mm. uh, no opponent won more duel, uh, uh, duels. Mm. So, I'd be interested to see the first half and second half split in that, though. Sure, yeah. and his heat map looked fairly impressive but you're right from where we were sat he didn't look as though he was in the game Even you've got to think where he plays his position is sure. is one where he, you can do a six yard pass a lot you know yeah. what I mean and, well, also... and, that, and that needs to be done mm. I yeah. understand oh, yeah, that yeah, definitely. But, but there was a number of people I think okay maybe we we get a little bit used to Toure bursting forward and doing these mm. great things yes he did I mean he assisted a goal and, and scored one of the best goals I've probably ever seen at live football match <laughs> so all right, fair enough. <laughs> it just it just smacked of Letizia for me. It was just do, like it didn't seem to be interested in the match at all. And then suddenly, yeah. all right, I'll smash the ball in from. It's I'll the best curl goal, the ball. It's in. the best goal I've seen live since um, Jogba's goal in the cup final. Oh, that was it's semi final. FA Cup, sorry, against, against Spurs. Spurs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's not as good as C says at Chelsea. Uh, a couple of seasons. Oh, ago, so. yeah, no, that was yeah, a lovely yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> well, I remember Van Bommel's for the Netherlands against England at White Hart Lane. Yes, we've seen some ab- lovely goals, which we? was an yeah. absolute dinger. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And you boys will remember that goal I scored. <laughs> anyway. Um, I just think it was very disappointing from, from Sunderland's point of view, obviously because they lost the game, but there was that period after half-time. They were loving it, weren't they? They were having a great time up until the... the yeah, of course. You know. But 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 that, that sort of two, three-minute period, OK, Toure pulled Sank out of nothing, which is one of the things you can't legislate for. Yeah. And I do think he meant it, even though people are saying it might not, he might not have done, but I, I think, of course I think he, he did. I think he did. But the... Um, to lose another goal, to, to lose another goal so mm. quickly afterwards mm. in that man. That was a great finish. It reminded me very much of a goal West Germany scored against um, the UAE in World Cup ninety. Oh yeah, um, I think it'd be about four. I can't remember who scored it, but it's very similar. Look it up. It's very similar yeah, to okay. that. But the thing, the reason that was so disappointing is because someone had defended in that manner in that area of the pitch very well. Yeah, leading up to that, and they sort of didn't compose themselves properly after the first goal, which would have been a bit of a kick in the teeth. Mm. And they and they just didn't get themselves together. And before they knew it, they were two one down, and it was. Very 
very difficult after that. Yeah. But th- when they were two one down, Stephen Fletcher had a chance, oh. and he just completely fluffed his lines. He had come on, he'd shaken things up, he looked very sharp, yeah. and he looked like he could bring more players into play, and someone could maybe sort of force their way back into it. Um, but that just, that was just a turning point, wasn't it? But it was. But it wasn't even a case of oh, he missed the chance. He didn't even. We don't know no. if he'd have missed it. And also, and I think with I think with bringing uh, Johnson off, I think Luke made the point at the time that you know I, I don't get how badly he's playing. Um, taking your best deliverer off of the ball it was, it was a slightly weird kind of especially when mm. you're bringing Fletcher on I, yeah. I, I, fair enough but Gardner but, came on as well he can hit a ball yeah Gardner can hit can deliver balls very well from set pieces usually Johnson's um, a man in form though and obviously he, he wasn't you know he wasn't here then everywhere in that match but playing against his old club as well yeah so he'd, 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 want, he'd want to do something I suppose oh you never know maybe had a little niggle or he was tired mm. or whatever he'd have know. bloody well celebrated if he was <laughs> yeah, he uh, but yeah that, that Fletcher one where it's just like swing your right foot at it. Mm. Uh, there are plenty of players oh. in that position who would have just snapshot had a snapshot yeah it was he such a shame I, thought, I actually thought the goal that killed uh, that killed Sunderland in the last minute um, Navas goal. yeah was a little bit disappointing from Sunderland's point of view as well I mean I know they're throwing men forward and they was on the break and they, had, they were outnumbered but Navas didn't really have to do an awful lot. Mm. And, and the way the ball was played across to him, uh, I thought the defender could have got a lot closer. And also, I mean, the keeper could have done a lot better. I mean, Benoni had a good game and he's having a decent season, um, really, in, in, in general. But He's having a lot um, to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's but, right. I mean, that's his near post. It wasn't a particularly difficult high. Yeah, it mm. didn't strike it that cleanly. Um, I thought he could have done a lot better there, actually. Yeah. But uh, the noise from the City fans when they, when they scored was quite something, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was after this. It always yeah. is those big games. I mean, yeah, 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 it's really when, when when you see and the great thing about seeing it was that you know it obviously met a lot of the fans, met a lot of the players. Both teams pl- had played strong teams, uh, and and when they and when you get into a situation where there's eighty five thousand, whatever there was in the, in the stadium, it's always going to be a really a really huge roar. And that's why um, it's great that they chose not to uh, play music when there's a goal. Oh my goodness! Because that's just such a pain in mm. the backside. Because Takes one away the, from one of the greatest away. things about going to a football game is anyone who's ever been to one will, will surely agree is the roar of the crowd when a goal goes. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. And, mm. and actually, if you go and see a game and say, I mean, I've been at games where there's been only a handful of away fans and the away team have scored and there's nothing, it feels weird. It yeah. sounds really odd. But for them to hijack that huge, sort of organic, amazing rush of a roar when a goal goes in, which is the whole point of football, with terrible, and the music is always terrible as <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> but it's, hard, it's hard to think of what would be a good song in that situation anyway, but yeah, they I always know. choose universally terrible ones. And, and I was, I'm pleased that at Wembley on, on Sunday there was no uh, music at all when a goal went in. We get to really appreciate the roar of the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. Well done. Um, Pellegrini um, was interviewed on the pitch after the match. That was um, unfortunate. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, given his thoughts, he's, I'm very happy. I love the pressure. So um, I have to manage a big team like Manchester United. Now, he surely means Manchester City are like Manchester United, like a big team, doesn't he? I think it was just a Freudian <laughs> slip. And it's yeah. Not, I think it's, it's difficult to get on his back because, um, you know, he's... He's speak, not that stupid he's to think he's his, actually managing He's speaking City. in a second language. Yeah. They've only just won the, the cup. Yeah. He's been accosted... Uh, for an interview straight away before he's even had a chance to really celebrate mm. and obviously the, the occasion got the better of him but I don't think he should be pilloried for that I think it was just unfortunate yeah. <laughs> provided a little light it was also it. funny yeah. <laughs> of course it was funny I think, I think my forget it was very funny <laughs> yeah that's it ah <laughs> oh, marvellous but yeah, yeah a great cup final and, um, and, and a great way to, 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 to cap off the cup, mm. but it's been it's been a good tournament, hasn't it? I mean, I was looking back over uh, the previous rounds, and we've seen um, well, we've seen West Ham get a hiding, 
haven't we? On the, yes. on the way there, <laughs> we saw um, an incredible. Well, not that's a good thing. I don't know if it gets West Ham. Well, I think it's a testament to how strong Sunderland were yesterday that they didn't yeah. get a hiding. And you know, the the, the third goal only. Um, Came very, very late indeed, and there's a lot more teams that will be put to the side worse than that. Well, last season, uh, Bradford got a, a good old fashioned shellacking, didn't mm. they? The hands of Swansea. Yeah, so, yeah, um, for me, the best uh, round was the second round. The amount of scores you had in that. Really? I mean, we had Salanta beat Barnsley 5 1 away, had a 5 2 Carlisle Leicester, Derby beat Brentford 5 0, Peterborough beat Reading 6 0. Yeah. <laughs> Reading? Yeah, and yeah. Peter's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yes, there was quite a good. I, don't, quite but a I think round four actually tops that. You've got. Oh, Norwich Bury 6 3. Don't let me forget that one. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't dream yeah. of it. I wouldn't yeah. dream of it. That's why I quickly tried to move on. Uh, round <laughs> four um, was, was Spurs 2 Hull 2. But Spurs won 8 7 on penalties. That was, that was lovely stuff. Seldom do you get more than your five takers. That was lovely stuff. Um, <laughs> Birmingham 4, Stoke 4. Yeah. Leicester 4, Fulham 3. Uh, Manchester United 4, Norwich 0. Which seems quite an archaic result nowadays, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk to you about Birmingham 4, Stoke 4. Because yeah, of course you do. Stoke won on penalties, didn't they? Yeah. 4-2. Uh, and it was all to play for, and uh, Stoke went 4-3 up. Mm. With the, and, and the thing that was the great about the thing about that was Stoke went 4-3 up uh, in extra time, I think, I after think so. Birmingham had scored in the last minute mm. of normal time, and then they got pegged back... Uh, for all, Lee, 118th uh, minute, I think. Yeah, and and then you think, well, Birmingham got in the ascendancy, so they'll win on penalty, but then Stoke won on penalty. Yeah. It, it's back and forth, back and <laughs> yeah, forth. Yeah, back yeah, and yeah. Forth. It's brilliant. That was, that it's not the best penalty shootout in the cup, though, was it? <laughs> we we'll have on. to leap back to the to the semi finals when uh, Sunderland won 2 1. <laughs> 2 1 yeah. on penalties at Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, one for the purists, that one, was, was it, really? Terrifying penalty other, shooting in, the in the many episode, respects. Oh, the way some of those players were shaping up to take those penalties. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Um, and, the, and, you know, West Ham run Man City close from the other side, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think... Uh, Nearly. Nine mil on aggregate, which is, I don't care what anyone says, that is a record. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on Wembley Way, they had, like, um, on one... You know, the tunnel that sort of leads from... Um, is it Wembley Park Tube? Wembley uh, Park, yeah. It was nice, wasn't it? On one side, it was, like, the, uh, how uh, Man City got to the final and how Sunderland got to the yeah. final. And one of the ones that sort of stood out for uh, me yeah, was the... Uh, Spray-painted on. Yeah. Well, not no, it's artistically, it's a, sorry. It's a, it's a big uh, sheet, isn't big it? Yeah. Of course, yeah, sorry, yeah. It, yeah. You're not spray painting. Yeah, it's like a bit of graffiti for the lads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Banksy. <laughs> uh, one, of the, one of my favourite matches uh, from uh, this, this year's uh, Capital One Cup was um, Sunderland MK Dons, which was, I think, it was the second round, what obviously, was the first one? time. I can't remember that. It was, um, MK Dons were 2-0 up mm. at the Stadium of Light, uh, 55 minutes mm. in, um, McLeod scores, and then... It's in the Alt- second round again. Yeah, Altidore scores in 78th, Wickham with two in 87th and 89th, yeah. and then Johnson 90th minute. It's just like oh, a yeah. complete turnaround all, within 10 minutes. All the way to the final. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Insane. Boy, Insane. Boy, yeah, MK Dons could have changed the course of history. Four I, goals in the last 12 minutes. I'm delighted that um, Gus Poy has not made me look stupid, because earlier in the season I said I think he's a bit of a cup manager, and he has proven that. Obviously they've not <laughs> yeah. won, but they got to the final at least. Mm. So yeah, that's not too bad. Oh, he can whistle, can't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing, it was, he, I could hear him over everybody doing Other side of the pitch as well. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I, you made what I thought was quite a pedestrian point, actually, Peter, without my <laughs> You said, hey, why is he whistling? He's, I said, because obviously it could be heard easier. And you went, yeah, when you shout, you can't hear him. And I'm, I'm, I should have said to you, yeah, but the players are much closer because we're right over the other side of the stadium. The players yeah, but are on some the players are quite close to where we were standing. And if he shouted, I'm, I would argue that his voice would not carry. After <clears> he does <throat> the whistling, unless he's got a really precise way of whistling, how can he possibly, how can the, how can the, um, the, the football? Footballers who probably aren't the brightest lot 
because they're footballers, oh. they're probably going. They, they're oh, not going to figure out some kind of Morse yeah. code of uh, his whistling. I'm pleased now because I know that you shared that pedestrian point, and other listeners know as well. <laughs> and it's not just me that's heard. I had to sit through that. I'm just saying that to as well. All right, what does this mean? <laughs> Nothing. It means you're stupid. It means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. But if he's shouting, Oi, Wickham, go over there. And he go, and Wickham right, will like, I'm not on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Am I coming on or not? I thought I was out on loan. Uh, but he could do the whistle and do the hand movements that they do. Yeah. I think the whistle is to get their attention. I don't yeah. tell them. I just, I just didn't think anybody was looking at him or listening Three to him. Three whistles <laughs> means switch. Yeah. All right. Four whistles. Yeah. Then the gladiators go on your second whistle. <laughs> we, always oh, yes. do, we always do really good tactics on this show. I think. Oh, we're good on tactics, I think. We're strong. <laughs> it is, it's one of our stronger points, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, one of the goals for me of the uh, of the cup was Kolarov's free kick away to Leicester City. Beautiful. If I'm right in saying. Yeah, Curler into the top we met, corner. We, at the time, we were saying that was an absolute beauty. Absolute dinger. But Yaya Torre probably saved the best goal for the tournament <laughs> in did, the final. That's good. That's good. That's good. good it thing. is good, isn't it? Save because it I think sometimes stage. in finals, whatever the competition, um, you do tend to get a little bit... Um, Sort of nerves creeping in, and people rather don't want to give things away rather yeah. than going out and win things. Mm. And uh, and so and, and the best thing really, mm. I mean, I know Sunderland fans won't feel it this way, but the best thing that could happen was Sunderland scored, and the fact that Sunderland scored meant that City had to come out and really butt their ideas up, uh, and they did that, and it was it was good for the final. And and I, I don't know if you how you guys feel about, it, but I've always thought, and it may not be the case more recently, but I've always thought traditionally, the playoff final is normally a better occasion than the FA Cup final. Oh, yeah. Mm. It seems to be more entertaining for some reason. I think in the FA Cup final, people don't want to give things away. They want to try and win at all costs. Mm. And it's great to see throughout this tournament, <clears throat> there have been good games, good goals, and, and teams that have actually gone out to win it, and that's mm. encouraging. Well, City have had um, you know, big results every round. I mean, 5-0 Wigan, 2-0 away to Newcastle, despite Newcastle playing pretty well in that game. And then uh, 3-1 away to... To Leicester, and then of course hammered uh, West Ham in the, in the semis, and then scored three in the final. Mm. Well, the Newcastle game was an interesting one. I remember watching that, and um, I don't think. Um, it, I mean, it could have gone either way, really. It was, well, it was a bit of a full turning time. point, was yeah. it not, for a Newcastle season? Well, they, they, I know that Man City took some extra time before they scored the first goal, and they obviously sealed it in, in later on. Yeah, Jacko. But and Newcastle were having a torrid time at that at that point. It really did kind of turn around, turn their fortunes around a little bit. Yeah, it looked like they wanted it. It would have been interesting, wouldn't it, if Manchester United had gone through? Which you know could have so easily done, um, because the way the Sunderland fans were, it is so nice to see a team who are not used to going to to Wembley, mm. being so excited and so up for the big occasion, you know, fan wise and, and player wise. If Manchester United had gone, would they have seen it as a distraction? Would they have seen it as oh blimey, we're going to get battered by our neighbours in front of a massive packed stadium in Wembley or would they have upped it I mean I think people were maybe disappointed that Manchester United it wasn't an all Manchester final but I think the way it worked out was possibly even better I mean you could I, make... I thought Sunderland brought a heck of a lot to this um, tournament and indeed the final I thought their fans were brilliant in and around in and around the stadium <laughs> <laughs> well it's true though <laughs> cheesy chips down Wembley way yeah, yeah I don't understand the origins of that chart and I thought that was just a, a localised chart and I saw people with t-shirts and flags and all sorts. somebody one of the Sunderland fans explained it to me there was I think it's like the way they say it and then, and then New, Newcastle fans uh, there's something to do with the way they say cheese and then they there was some they did had a lot of cheesy chips just so you don't know yeah I think that's basically <laughs> that's basically wonderful it, um, that went well but we knew Man City were going to go through the semi and, and you're right on what you say just, to, just I'm just, angry I, it was explained to me and I can't quite remember <laughs> um, 
just just to expand on that is that if they had played against Manchester United that would have been a great for obvious reasons but yeah. at the same time without, you know, I don't want to patronise Sunderland but mm. it was their first visit to Wembley the new Wembley mm-hmm. uh, and you know it was great was it the first time was it? I think it's their, their first visit to new Wembley I think I'm right in saying yeah. mm. I, 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 I did a, a hearty guffaw at a man with a Sunderland shirt that he'd written on himself in pen on the back saying um, <laughs> 3-0 the Newcastle score obviously 3-0 we kicked their ass on uh, on St James's grass or something oh. Oh, that's that's nice. A grown man, probably a grandfather. <laughs> we kicked their ass on St James's grass. Yeah, again, if you, like we said before, with Grop. those uh, Mourinho banners on the first. We're not day. banners. They're just A4 pieces of paper. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. If you walked into your father or grandfather <laughs> making one, making that on the back of the shirt, what are you writing there, Dad? <laughs> Please yeah. stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Might be on ten. I've got to go to school, man, mate. <laughs> Mum might see that. Yeah, you know. When, when you're gone, that will be one of my memories of yeah. you with the glitter everywhere. I don't want you to go through a divorce, please. Yeah, just get rid of that. So we'll get you a new one, and we'll get you some cheesy chips as well. Oh, How about dear. that? How about that? <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the Capital One Cup, there, uh, marvelous stuff. We've enjoyed it, haven't we? And it was yeah. great to be at the final. It's great um, to be a part of it. Great to feel like we've been a part like of it. Like we scored one of those guys. <laughs> Influencing the game. We are. Influencing yeah. the game. Passion for the game is passion for the game. Marvellous. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that is the Capital One Cup for another year. We look forward to it to next season. Um, uh, of course, the Football Ramble in association with Capital One, the credit card that supports the supporters. Luke, say goodbye. Goodbye. Pete, say goodbye. Goodbye, Marcus. And, and the Capital One Cup. And it's goodbye <laughs> from me, too. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.